North Pole Hotline. Help! My in-laws are hosting Thanksgiving, and we're bringing the dressing. You mean stuffing? No, dressing. I need cute outfits for everyone. Get to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, Old Navy's kicking off the holidays with stylish denim, velvet tops, the season's best dresses, and 40% off your entire purchase now through Tuesday. 40% off? We'll be stuffing our shopping bag full. And don't forget colorful sweaters and amazing outerwear, too. You can even buy online and pick up in store for free. Ooh, I love an all-you-can-wear buffet. Holiday your heart out at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Ballot 1118-1120. Exclusion supply. See stores for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, everyone. You tuned in to Dr. Low Radio. Thanks again for your listens and your support. I'm your host, Dr. Lauren Noel, naturopathic doctor here in the San Diego area. Thanks for listening. I am so excited for this topic tonight and this guest. We actually had him on the show um, a couple months ago. He's a fabulous doctor, and uh, this topic is just super popular, so I think it'll be a great show. Um, but first, just a couple announcements. If you guys missed last week's show, um, it was great. It was all about raw foods. I interviewed Kevin Gianni um, of Renegade Health, and it was kind of a different topic than what we usually have on the show. We've had a lot of paleo authors and experts talking about the caveman diet, um, kind of Weston Price type of deal, and this was nice to have just a little bit of a shift more into a plant-based diet, looking at raw foods and how we can incorporate more raw foods into our diet. Um, so if you missed the show, you can check out the archive show and also any other previous shows that I've done on DrLaurenNoel.com. Um, so definitely check that one out. Also, if you guys didn't hear, I am in a new location. I'm seeing patients at Bloom Natural Health. Um, I love where I work, you guys. It's super, super fun. I'm in this really amazing space. We're like walking distance from the beach, and it's just it's wonderful. So if you're in the San Diego area, come by. Um, if you like us on Facebook, you can get a free skinny shot. Um, so just search Bloom Natural Health on uh, Facebook, and you can come in, and we'll give you a shot. You know, and if you're tired of trying to figure out what's going on with your health and you're not feeling well, come check us out. Come see me and I will get you feeling better. So um, go to our, our website, bloomnaturalhealth.com, and you can read more information about us. Um, if you would like to call and ask a question tonight, the number is 818-495-6919. That's 818-495-6919. And check out the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Noel. And the Twitter page, twitter.com slash Dr. Lauren Noel. So thank, I think that's all the little housekeeping things. Tonight's show is all about anti-aging, or as I prefer to say, healthy aging. You know, I practice in Southern California, so I'm in the hub of all of this. You know, ladies are coming in wanting to look younger, feel younger, and really just increase their quality of life. You know, aging, it's inevitable. We're all going to experience it, but we do have some control over how quickly we age. So there's a lot of hype, lots of conflicting information. What really does help us live longer and live healthier? So that's our topic for tonight. Looking forward to interviewing our, our guest on the show, Dr. Abu Nassar. is a fabulous medical doctor. He's board certified in, in internal medicine, geriatrics, and anti-aging medicine. He's been practicing for many years now and is a frequent lecturer on the use of anti-aging medicine in the prevention of disease. Um, a passion of his is the prevention of dementia using science-based, non-toxic therapies and supplementation. And I had the opportunity to work with him, um, with his patients, and I was very impressed. He's, uh, he has very good bedside manner, and his patients just adore him. So, um, Dr. Nassar, welcome to welcome back on the show. Can you hear me, Dr. Nassar? Welcome to a very exciting afternoon. Oh, yeah, sorry, You're, the first part cut off. What did, what did you just say? My bad. It's so good to be with you today. 
on, the, on your Absolutely. very popular radio talk show. And I hope we can get our audience to get a few years uh, you know, younger with our talk show today. <laughs> Well, here's hoping. I think there's a there's a lot of um, you know confusing information. I know we kind of hear, okay, this make you you know live longer. This is this helps with wrinkles. This helps with what? Well, yeah, there's just so much information out there, you know. And it's like every time you you turn on the news, there's something different that's confusing us. So looking forward to kind of, of go through that. Right. That's one of the reasons we have to separate the wheat from the chef, and we have to present to our you know consumers, educated consumers, what is evidence based. There are a lot of things out in the market, but, you know, that's one of the reasons we all need to go to trained professionals who knows what is the science behind anti-aging. And I think, you know, it's, we should make it a point of consulting physicians and naturopathic doctors who are pretty fluent with all the principles of anti-aging medicine. Absolutely. So what got you interested in this, in this topic of anti-aging? Well, you know, you know, I call it reverse engineering. You know, like, you know, I'm a geriatric specialist. I'm a geriatrician. I deal with aging, so what I, I started, you know, pondering and what factors contributes to aging, and if you can stall those factors, if you can actually do measures that can slow the biological clock and perhaps stall it, you can reverse the process of aging. And I think it's a very, very exciting and interesting subject, Dr. Lowe. There's so much science behind it, and whatever we do in our practice is all evidence-based. We use all the conventional medical literature to support our practice modes and standards, actually. Mm-hmm. So, so let's take a step back. We're talking about aging. What is the underlying process with aging? Why do we age in the first place? Now, that's a billion-dollar question. You know, there are a lot of factors that contribute to aging. Perhaps it's our body's natural wear and tear response. But the factor is, the major factors are what we actually call it, and it was first of all described from University of Nebraska in 1956, which was the free radical theory of aging and the role of antioxidants. Eventually, what happens is at UCSF in 1992, the researchers actually found out a particular gene mutation that can double lifespan in worms. And then, you know, what happens is there came the Chromosomal theory, we know that the end cap of chromosomes, there's a structure called telomere. I think that actually, that's where lies the holy grail, the answers to longevity. Like as we get older, those telomeres displace, and the shorter it gets, it translates into your increased risk for dying and having chronic health conditions. If there's any way we can slow down this telomere shortening, we can actually give not immortality, or immo- uh, but what we can do is we can definitely promote somebody's life, vitality, and vigor. That's possible. Mm-hmm. And that's a very, very new, innovative area of scientific research and dogmas. Okay, so that for those of, of us listening who aren't familiar with telomeres, what are telomeres exactly, and where can they be found in the body? Actually, the telomeres are on the end cap, they call it like you have the shoelaces, you know, there's a plastic cap. They are actually the end cap of our chromosomes. As we get older, you know, those telomeres go through a process of splicing, they split up, and they shorten. Now, if there is any way we can slow down this process, you know, that can add youthfulness, vitality, it can slow down the aging process, 
And honestly speaking, there are certain things that can shorten that telomere, that can slow down the telomere shortening. And I, I will give you guys some wonderful research in these areas. Like, you know what? There was a very interesting study published from China, from University of China, Hong Kong, which was published by Dr. Paul Chang. It shows that, you know, if anybody who drinks three cups of green tea or black tea, that is equivalent of 750 ml of green tea or black tea, it can cause your telomere shortening to be slowed down by 4.6 kilo bases. And if you translate it to longevity, it's actually five years of extra life. So that's what, you know, is research on products like resveratrol, green tea, antioxidants. So that is actually, you can call it, like our karma or our fate, or that's actually a parameter or a gauge or an understanding how long a species is going to live. And that is a that has spurned a lot of interesting research nowadays, Dr. Lowe. Mm. So this study showed that three cups of green tea or black tea gave you the equivalent of five extra years of life, is what exactly. you're saying. Exactly. Interesting. And you mentioned uh, resveratrol, which for those of you who aren't familiar, that's the constituent that's in um, the lining of grapes, in the, the, the skin of grapes. So what about research with, with resveratrol? Was there oh, any that's positive a research with that? Research. I, I, I have to tell you about that particular study. It was called Unlocking the Secrets of Longevity Genes. Possibly the guru in longevity medicine or anti-aging medicine is a guy named Dr. David Sinclair and Leonard B. Guarante. The, uh, Dr. David Sinclair is from Harvard. What he did is that he got a lot of products into a high-output analyzer, and he figured out that this product called resveratrol, which is a small molecule, which is called polyphenols, it is found in red grapes, green teas, dark chocolate, and peanuts, is essentially the component you find in the red grape skin. So that's what gets concentrated in red wine, and we call that red wine is good for our heart. But basically, that red grape skin extract from where we derive resveratrol is possibly the mantra behind longevity and eatfulness. This resveratrol has got myriad of effects on our health, you know, like on our health and well-being. You know, just to name a few, you know, like it has got cancer protective function. It's a very powerful antioxidant. It has got anti-inflammatory effects, cardioprotective effects. It reduces obesity, interestingly. It protects us from infection. It prevents aging. It increases insulin sensitivity. And uh, it's good for the heart. It's good for everything. So that is actually one of the reasons resveratrol is possibly, if I have to rate a product, I'll rate it as number one product that is sure shot to increase your, our lifespan and to add vibrancy, to add youthfulness, to, add, to you know, add, you know, like, uh, you know, being more young and vibrant. You know, it has got so many effects that's beyond our comprehension. Hmm. Interesting. So can, this, can these health benefits be found in drinking wine, or do we have to take a supplement to get this? Well, you have to drink a barrel of wine, you know, red wine, to get that effects. <laughs> where, you know, like you can get it in a concentrated version. Like, you know, we actually have a very high-octane product, you know, resveratrol. We secure it from certain makers. You know, they are very good. That resveratrol has a very high-octane value. I call it means it is very effective. You know, there are a lot of products out in the market, you know, because it's not regulated. You know, everybody can claim that we have the best resveratrol, 
But getting the right resveratrol is crucial for our health because we have to get the right product with the right purity. It has to be unadulterated, and we have to search for, you know, excellent products that is conducive to our health and well-being. Love it. We're speaking with Dr. Abu Nassar. The topic is on healthy aging. Um, so let's take a step back and kind of talk a little bit more about the basics before we jump into more um, techniques that we can use with our patients. So um, what accelerates aging? What what promotes this process? Well, that's, a, you know, that's another very interesting question. But prior to that, you know, I have to give you guys an idea about the Japan's Centennial Study. What they did is that they looked at a lot of factors that promotes longevity, you know, and uh, if we actually look at that factors, that Dr. Lowe, you know, you can reverse those processes and then you can tell that those processes can actually increase your chances of dying. You'll have more comorbid problems. And a couple of the factors I have to talk about is our diet. You know, diet is number one. You know, number two is, you know, vitamins and nutrients. You know, our soil has been depleted of essential nutrients. So the fruits and vegetables we grow does not have adequate nutrients. Lack of exercise, you know, is very important. You know, like it is, you know, like conversely, you know, exercise is very important for our longevity. You know, stress. Stress is a very, very important factor. That has been studied very extensively in the Japan's centennial study. You know, sleep is very important. Smoking is very, very important. You know, smoking and alcohol does have very important effects on our chances of dying, you know, prematurely. You know, fresh air, good drinking water, EV radiation, relationships, you know, they're all important. But one of the things which really strikes out in this 21st century is stress. I think, you know, if we as a race, if we as a species can deal and cope up with stress better, I think, you know, we can really lead long lives. You know, with the era of the Industrial Revolution, prior to that, the longevity was 40 years in Europe. It got up to 80 years just by maintaining good hygiene, sanitary conditions, good nutrition, good health care. And I think that, you know, if we can actually have measures to have a healthy diet, to have good exercise, if we can avoid things like smoking, alcohol, if we have access to good drinking water, if we have positive relationships, I think, you know, we can increase our lifespan to a couple of more years. Mm-hmm. I love it. Taking it back to the basics, you know, we're always looking for that magic pill, but what about the basics, the things that really make us healthy, you know, sleeping well, eating well, fresh air, sunshine, you know, it's like we're we're stuck in this little hamster wheel of our 2012 crazy American lifestyle and trying to look for a magic pill and forget about the basics. So nice I love it. Day. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> job security to so many doctors, that's for sure, and health Heck yeah. I, I'm not going out of business anytime soon. <laughs> I call it like illness care or sick care. You know, it's not health care. Yeah. You know, how many of us, we talk about healthy living. You know, we are there to push a pill and promote the pharmaceutical industries and uh, health care industries, you know, which deals with, you know, sick and ill people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One thing I noticed, too, um, at least even just doing rounds with you and the the elderly individuals that I've known over the years, the ones that are the most vibrant in their late, late years, they have a really good um, mental outlook. They're very positive and upbeat. They tend to just kind of laugh at everything. Do you find that to be the case in your experience? You know, it is a very interesting observation. 
I have to give you guys certain quotes, you know, like happy disposition actually does promote heart health. This is actually a very famous study done from Columbia University Medical Center, New York, and they examined about 1,800 adults, you know, men and women equally based, and they studied them for 10 years. What they found out that there's a significantly lower, lower risk of cardiovascular events over a 10-year period after adjusting for negative emotions. That means when those researchers asked them that, you know, whether they were happy with everything, their risk for having cardiovascular events were significantly lowered. You know, and then, you know, it came, it was published in European Heart Journal on February 2010. There are a lot of other studies actually done on happy disposition, being happy, having optimistic attitudes like, you know, the, the researchers, they ask questions that, you know, like, you know, are you guys happy? You know, like, you know, they had a happiness questionnaire. And what they found out from that study that being happy you know, like, you know, asking them, like, do you still have many goals to strive for? You know, like, they ask them, do you often feel like life is full of promises? Just answering yes to it shows that, you know, they were 55% less likely to die from any cause, and 23% were less likely to die from cardiovascular illness. So, you know, this was a very interesting study by, done by a guy named Dr. Hilary Tindall from Netherlands, and what it shows that having a positive optimistic attitude does translate to longevity and good health. I love it. Makes so much sense. I, I was reading this book recently, The Blue Zones, and this is um basically this this guy, Dan Butner, traveled around the world and found different areas of the world where there's a high percentage of centenarians, so people who live above a hundred. And he looked at the different commonalities between these these folks, you know, and they're all over the world. There's um, Loma Linda, California, which is pretty close to me. Uh, there's a, uh, I think it's the Nicoya Peninsula of Costa Rica, um, Sardinia, Italy, and Okinawa, Japan. So it's spread all over the world. They're not close to each other at all. And he found a lot of commonalities. And I can share more about this a little bit later, but um, just the, the happiness. And, and, and like you said, having that purpose. They wake up in the morning with something that pulls them out of bed. They have a drive and something that they're really out to accomplish. Even in their elderly years, that made a huge difference in their longevity. It surely does, Dr. Lowe. I'll give you an example of a particular area, you know, called the Hansa Province. You know, that's an area in the mountainous areas in Pakistan, you know, bordering Afghanistan. So uh, one of the congressmen, actually, Texas state congressmen, went there, and he saw that men, they were living for you know, 95 years or so. That was their average, you know, longevity. And uh, what he found out that a lot of men, they were starting a family at age 60 when we are willing to retire. And what he figured out that, you know, they go by the biological rhythm. They wake up when it's uh, early morning. You know, they would sleep when it's uh, the sun sets down. You know, they have access to pure water, which has got very high calcium. You know, they lead a very stress-free life. They don't have to pay home mortgage. They don't have to make car payments. You know, they don't have those stressors, which is tormenting a 21st century individual living in a developed country. And can you imagine their, you know, per capita income or GDP is possibly the amount of money we spend in Starbucks coffee a month. So, you know, it's not like being rich or it's not that being affluent. It's not being, you know, having access to great health care makes a difference. 
It's our lifestyle. Mm. It's our perception mm-hmm. about life. It's our ability to cope up with stress. That dictates how long we would live. Isn't that interesting? It's so interesting. I love it. Wow. All right. So let's kind of get into some of these other questions here. So, you know, we hear about gimmicks all the time, right, about anti-aging. And you hear this this promotes life or this lengthens life, this doesn't lengthen life. You know, what's what's actually proven in the research to lengthen one's life? I know that we've talked about resveratrol and we talked about um, green tea. Is there anything else that is actually shown in the research to lengthen one's life? It surely does. The most important research ever published was on calorie restriction. Interestingly, you know, like calorie restriction was first studied, you know, here in the United States, and we figured out that certain individuals, certain races, you know, they live longer, and uh, that's been proven that calorie restriction does work. With calorie restriction, what happened was that we, you know, did scientific research on rats, and we figured out that rats. They lived about 30, you know, if you kind of equate that or transpose that data to humans, then it's going to be like living like 40 years longer. And that's been, you know, scientifically, you know, like studied, and, you know, there's a lot of literature to support that. But the second thing which has proven that it works very well is the Mediterranean diet, you know, like the diet which comprises of, you know, legumes, fruits, nuts, whole grains, fish, moderate alcohol, high ratio of monounsaturated fats to saturated fats, like, you know, olive oil. There was a study which actually was published in June issue of, uh, you know, uh, June 24, 2009, and that study was called Longevity and Mediterranean Diet Link. And that actually showed that, you know, and that was published in a British medical journal, that adhering to a proper diet, actually definitely can lower your cardiovascular risk. And it, it can increase your, your chances of living or lower your mortality risk. You know, there are things that, you know, nutritional supplements we talked about, like resveratrol, green tea, you know, those things have been already proven to, you know, increase our longevity. You know, like, you know, things like, you know, stress-free life, meditation, you know, has been studied. You know, there are Beautiful studies, you know, on the scientific journals, you know, coming in about the effects of meditation, you know, prolonging longevity. You know, there are things like, you know, fish oils. You know, there are things like, you know, you know, you know, exercise. You know, like, you know, those those studies are coming out in the conventional medical literature. So there are a lot of things available nowadays that is scientifically proven to not only add years to our life, but I call it adding life to years. That means it increases our vibrancy and youthfulness. Mm-hmm. So this calorie restriction, I know people are listening in going, okay, what, what does that mean exactly? Does that mean I have to skip a meal each day? Does that mean that I'm eating, and, and the way I see it is eating more nutrient-dense foods, right? So really packing in the most nutrients per calorie. Is that what you mean, or is this meaning fasting? Actually, not fasting. Let me explain it a little bit more. You know, like for the first time ever in our history, you know, like we have become a nation. You know, we call it an overcaloric but yet undernourished nation. That means that, you know, we pump in more calories without adequate nutrients. What happens is, you know, if you can lower 
your calories, but maintaining, you know, proper nutrients, you know, you can increase your lifespan by 30 to 40 years. This thing has the most important impact among all the things ever tried or tested. You know, there are certain, you know, like in a certain race, you know, they don't have access to a lot of, you know, like calories, but, you know, they do have access to fresh fruits, vegetables, like, you know, people from the Hanza province, from the Chitikat tribe, people from Okinawa, you know, like from Nicosia, from Costa Rica, they have access to fresh fruits, organic fruits, vegetables, fish. And uh, what happens is if you cut back on your calories but not on your nutritional intake, you can actually increase your lifespan considerably. And you can also reduce your chronic health burden. That means lower your risk for having heart attacks, strokes, arthritis, cancers, and other conditions. Got it. I love it. Yeah, I tell um, my patients to really focus on that plant-based paleo diet because I'm actually a huge fan of like caveman diet, paleo diet. I I think it works really great at reducing inflammation, but oftentimes people forget that they need to eat a lot of vegetables with that. You know, they'll eat the meats, but forget they need all the vegetables and the fruits because that's really what is more of an alkalinizing diet and providing just those phytonutrients. I mean, that is food as medicine right there. So however you can increase that um, that plant-based load on your diet is going to be beneficial. I know the American Cancer Society says to have 10 servings of fruits and vegetables a day. You know, it's way beyond the, the, the old school five a day. So however many, if you can get tons of fruits and vegetables in every single meal, that's going to really help to promote that anti-aging benefit every single day. All right. So let's, I have this question here, Dr. Nassar. We had a question on Facebook, and she wanted to know, um, how do we keep skin youthful with elasticity? So I have some ideas. What, what would you say to that? You know, like, you know, I think, you know, one of the best things you can do for your skin is reducing the injuring factors. You know, it's all about, you know, reducing solar damage, eating healthy. But, you know, I can talk to you guys about some of the ingredients, you know, skin healing ingredients, you know, that can work wonders for your skin. One of them is a product called DMAE or LPO9. You know, that's the amino acid found in the tea plant that neutralizes the free radicals, you know, to prevent further age damage, which happens in our skin on a regular basis. But uh, one of the other components is hyaluronic acid, you know, which is also found in the skin collagen. The hyaluronic acid decreases over time, and that leads to fine lines, wrinkles, and dry skin. You know, things like aloe, which contains a lot of anti-inflammatory properties. You know, vitamin C is crucial, you know, because vitamin C is involved with the production of skin collagen, an essential skin protein that strengthens the resiliency and tone of our skin. Things like vitamin E, vitamin A. Don't forget your green tea. You know, what you can also do is that get the green tea. You know, you can sip it in hot water and you can massage on your skin. You know, that has pronounced effects, things like coenzyme Q10, alpha lipoic acid, you know, this does wonders, you know, for skin rejuvenation. But one of the things that works very well, Dr. Lowe, and you'd agree with me on that, is, you know, like diet, nutrition, you know, like avoiding, you know, like sun damage and avoiding things that are injurious to our skin. We forget that one of the things which is most injurious to our skin is smoking. <laughs> we mm-hmm. have to, if somebody wants to maintain a good health glow in the skin, and skin is the largest organ in our body, you guys have to quit smoking. Now, a lot of us are sun lovers. You know, we want to go out in the sun. If you look at the 
Italian women, you know, they go out in the sun, but they don't have much sun damage. The reason is, you know, they take a lot of tomato, and tomato actually works wonder. You know, if you fry the tomato or the lycopene extract, that protects your sun against solar damage. So there are a lot of advice we can give to our patients who wants to go out in the sun but still wants to maintain healthy skin. Mm, and, and fish oil, too, like three and or 4,000 milligrams. Fish oil, definitely, yeah. mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. And also, for those of you listening who eat your eggs, eat your yolk because the yolk in the egg is providing all types of great nutrients that's going to help your skin to stay moisturized, too. I know some of the ladies listening, they like to do their egg white scrambles because they, they're afraid they're going to get fat with the yolks, but the yolk is a superfood. I strongly believe that. So, um, All right, cool. That's some good suggestions for the skin. Um, we had a question also from, let's see here. This is from Catalin on Facebook. She wanted to know, what's the best way to prevent and reduce age spots naturally? You know, I, I tell you that, Best thing is, you know, if you want to go out in the sun, you know, make sure that you are well hydrated. You take lycopene or lycopene extract. You know, things like turmeric. You know, turmeric is a phenomenal product. You know, turmeric is that what the Indians we use in our curry, and also we use the turmeric actually during you know prior to wedding ceremonies. You know, we use the turmeric, and that actually works wonders for our skin because it's a very powerful antioxidant. You know, resveratrol is very good for our skin and for our skin spots. One of the things we call it is almond milk, you know, like, you know, a lot of the top models in India, the Bollywood models, what they do is they take the almond, they dip it in water. In the morning, they drink that water or they use that water to actually massage their skin. You know, that's the, that gives your skin a very beautiful, healthy glow and takes care of the sun-related damages we incur in our skin. They massage their skin with almond milk? Yeah, almond milk. Or what they do is, like, you know, you dip the almonds, raw almonds, overnight, and then, you know, in some water. And you, what you do is you drink that water, which seeps in all the powerful antioxidants, and you can use that water just to rinse your skin. And that gives your skin a beautiful glow, you know, a very mm. young, youthful glow to your skin. I like that. I like to uh, just... Just put some straight avocado on my face. You know, yeah, avocado is really nice. butter. You know, you cannot go wrong. <laughs> I mean, that oil is so beneficial to our health. You know, it's cardioprotective. It good. It's very good for our skin. And uh, you know, like I call it that. You know, it's God's butter. You know, that is. It does wonders to our body. One of the other things which is not very touted in the West, Western world, is actually coconut milk or coconut oil. The coconut Mm -hmm. oil is very much compatible to our body. So coconut oil is very good for our skin. That's one of the reasons Indian women, they have got such beautiful hair, you know, because they consume a lot of coconut oil, especially in the southern coast of India. Mm -hmm. And it um, is antiviral, right, antibacterial? Oh, yeah. They do have uh, antibacterial, antiviral properties, that's for sure. Love that. Um, and, you know, also just getting to the root cause, too, right? I mean, that's what we're all about is identifying, what. well, maybe a person has dry skin in the first place because of something more underlying, you know? Maybe it's not like a lack of certain nutrients, but it could be thyroid dysfunction or hormonal imbalances, you know? So 
seeing a doctor who can do a little bit more assessing for that. It's one of the most common things I see in the clinic is women coming in with dry skin, wrinkles. They're, they just feel like their skin isn't as, um, you know, moist, moisturized as it once was. And a lot of times they have an underlying hormonal imbalance. You're absolutely correct. I mean, the skin is the largest organ in our body. It has got manifestations of most of our disease processes. You know, a healthy skin reflects a healthy body and healthy organ system. You know, that's that's for granted, Dr. Love. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Let's keep going with this skin thing. And by the way, for you listeners, if you want to call and ask a question, our phone lines are open, 818 495 6919. That's 818-495-6919. Um, this question is from uh, this is from Elizabeth, and she wants to know: Is Botox safe? What's your take on that? <laughs> you know, Botox is safe. You know, if you ask me this question, it's like asking whether a surgical knife is safe. You know, used by the right personnel, using the right concentration or dilution, it is safe. But you know, if somebody doesn't know how to use Botox, you know, it ca- can cause you know, harm, you know, like, you know, it remains in your system. You know, it's very diluted, so, you know, it doesn't remain in your system for too long. But if you don't put it in the right point, you know, then you can have your, that muscle can be sagging for some time. So it Mm -hmm. could be a problem. You go to a, you know, like to a Botox specialist to look younger and beautiful, but it can have, you know, deleterious effects. Yeah. Know what you're, know who you're going to see, and if they're a, an expert in that. Um, let's see here. Okay. What about, this question is from Catalan again. She wants to know, are uh, human growth hormones safe? I was in Macy's the other day in San Francisco and overheard one assistant talking to another how she's starting on them the following day to reduce her wrinkles and she was about 30 years old. What's your take on human growth hormones? Well, you know, human growth hormone is very popular in Europe and interestingly about anti-aging stuff, it takes a couple of years for those technology or the know-how to have a ripple effects in the United States. You know, I go to the anti-aging conference. There's Dr. Harzad. He's top line in research in growth hormone matters. And what they figure out, that growth hormone, you know, it can actually lower your belly fat by 22% or so. And it also can actually increase your lean muscle mass by 17%. You know, it does have good effects, but here it's very highly regulated. If you prescribe growth hormone, you know, you're immediately on the watch list for FDA and other agencies. They're going to set their hound dogs upon you. So, you know, it's being used, interestingly, in Europe, even in Mexico. And, you know, I'm a very strong proponent of growth hormone if it is used properly. The fact is it has to be used with the right dosage, the right concentration, and the right manner. If you fail mm-hmm. to execute that, then obviously, you know, it could be counterproductive. Yeah. And not no one hormone exists all by itself. It affects other things. So making sure to work with a doctor that knows what they're doing. And, and I'm sure this 30-year-old woman who was going to be taking growth hormone, there, there very well could have been some other things she could have probably looked at doing first, right? Some of the right. basics. Yeah, some of the natural treatments. And, you know, okay. growth hormone is related, you know, if you look at the literature, you know, about cardiovascular health, you know, if you look even for dementia, you know, there are a lot of disease conditions, you know, it ha- it can prevent or it can, it, it can really lower the incidence of many chronic disease conditions. 
So it's some area which really needs a lot of attention, mm-hmm. for sure. Okay. What about the hair? So how can we keep hair thick, shiny, and healthy? What What are some tips that you got for that? Well, you know, I don't advise you guys to go to Dr. Bosley or to go go to a hair clinic. The thing here is also a manifestation of your health. Like what happens is, you know, if somebody is exposed to heavy metals or toxins, it does get concentrated in the hair and in your skin, mainly in your hair. So what happens is you have to adopt a very healthy lifestyle. And believe it or not, I can tell you what works very well is coconut oil. If you look at the South Indians, if you look at the Sri Lankans, you know, they have luscious, beautiful black hair. And one of the reasons they have it is because they consume a lot of coconut oil. You know, I'm a very strong proponent of coconut oil or coconut milk. The other things which works wonders is adequate hormonal balance. If you look as over time when our testosterone wanes, you know, for the women there is estrogen wanes, you know, they have loss of hair. So that actually needs to be adequately addressed. The water supply is very important. If your water has got higher level of toxins, pollutants, you know, you can have bad hair. But your hair is a manifestation of your overall health. And, you know, it is a good marker how well your hormones are being balanced, how nutritionally repleted you are, what is your diet. You know, I can just feed your hair and I can tell you about your hormonal status, your nutritional status. There are a lot of stories that are, you know, encrypted in our hair. That isn't that interesting? Mm-hmm. Sure is. I have a follow-up question with that. We have a, a, a Twitter question. This is from um, Jen, and she said, I'm 28 years old, and I just started getting gray hair. What is this caused by? Is there anything that I can do? Well, you know, I would advise her strongly, you know, advise her very strongly to look at her diet very well. You know, she has to have a diet that is rich in antioxidants, polyphenols, catechins, you know, things like dark chocolate, things like nuts, things like resveratrol. You know, there are a lot of things she can use, she can consume that will contribute to her hair and to her skin. You know, like if she starts having gray hair, that means that, you know, she possibly you know, is nutritionally depleted. She might be hormonally imbalanced. So there are a lot of things that can happen, and she needs to go to a a professional who is very fluent about diet, nutrition, and hormonal balance. Mm -hmm. Jen, go to my website, drlaurennoel.com, and let's get you tested. We'll test your nutrients. And also, for for you listeners, we can test your telomere length, too. I know this is something we talked about. The the length of your telomeres on the end of your chromosomes, like we were saying earlier, can really determine how quickly you age. And as you get older, that gets shorter and shorter. And there there is some testing we can do with that to see how long are your telomeres and how we can slow that down, too. So it's pretty cool. There's a way to measure that. You can slow down your telomeres. That means you can slow down your biological clock. And that's a very important test to determine, you know, what your health condition is. You can get a cross-sectional view. You can get an on-spot results on your health condition if you can measure your telomeres. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of my favorite tests that I run with patients is looking at the intracellular nutrients. We actually do a blood draw, send it off to a lab. They grow your white blood cells 
and look at them under a microscope and actually figure out how much nutrients you have in your cells. So how much zinc do you have in your cells? How much vitamin C do you have? And they look at every single um, macronutrient, micronutrient that you have in your own cells because, you know, you could be taking these supplements all day long and you don't really know what's absorbing, for one, and two, how much you're actually getting into your cells. And my favorite part about the test, too, is not only do they see how much um, antioxidants you have in the cell, they challenge your cells to see how well those antioxidants actually hold up against free radical damage because that's what it's all about. You're exposed to free radicals all the time. So being able to um, combat that on a regular basis is a big part of the anti-aging battle. I fully agree with you. Fully agreed. You know, like we need to see, you know, like, you know, how much your body is able to absorb, assimilate, and utilize that particular micronutrients. You know, you can take it a lot, but if your body doesn't have the capacity to absorb it, it doesn't have the proper media to get it inside our cells, then basically it all gets wasted. All you you end up is having an expensive urine or you have an (laughs) very expensive shit, you know, pardon my language, you know, (laughs) you know, excreted out from your system. So it's very crucial that we know how much a micronutrient exists or resides in our cells. I think it's very crucial. Yeah, for sure. And it just helps us to be more individualized with our care. You know, it's not the same for each person coming in the door. Um, Question about genetics. So do you think that genetics plays a huge role in longevity? So let's say I have a grandfather who lived 100-plus years. Does that really help me to live that long? How much has to come down to lifestyle? What's your take on that? You know, my take is, you know, like, you know, we can, you know, blame our genes. But, you know, I think, you know, like it does respond to 30% possibly at the most is influenced by, you know, our, you know, genes. The remaining 70% is from lifestyle. You know, this is a very interesting concept, you know. It's called the Human Genome Project, you know. It was started from 1989 to 2003. They mapped about 3,000 or so genes that make people live longer or have disease conditions. Now, what is very important is the concept we call epigenetics and gene activation. What it translates to is what kind of signals are we sending to our genes. That's important. You know, that actually leads to transcription factors. That actually leads to good health and our well-being. You know, that means that, you know, like with exercise through BDNF, nutritional factors we describe like calorie restriction, Mediterranean diet. We talked about polyphenols, which we get from, you know, red grapes and, you know, like green tea. You know, like emotional health, like, you know, religion, spirituality, meditation, environmental matters, like clean air, water and soil, no smoking. All these kind of factors, they send conducive messages to our genes through signaling molecules, through transcription factors, and they actually translate to good health and well-being. On the contrary, if you send a wrong signal, you know, then what happens is your body then gets into the spiraling evidence, spiraling role of ill health, like, you know, lack of exercise, high, you know, obesity, you know, having high-fat diets, high-stress worries, you know, polluted air, they actually do send very derogatory signals or repulsive signals to your genes, and that actually can lead to 
or translate into chronic ill health. You know, that's a very interesting concept, you know, that has been widely studied recently. Mm-hmm. I am fascinated with epigenetics. I think it's just like major brain candy. Just the name itself, genetics, and then epi meaning above the gene. It's like us turning on and off our genes. I just think that's so incredible. And we, we have a say in how our genes actually behave. You know, it's like the genes load the gun, but our lifestyle pulls the trigger. And I just love being able to have that autonomy over our, our, our life and our health. So let's go d- down to this other Facebook question here. This is from Roxy. Um, she wants to know, is it true that wearing makeup every day will make you old faster? What's your take on that, Dr. Nassar? You know, it, it does. You know, makeups, you know, there are few companies, you know, like Procter Gamble, other than that, you know, they have got some, you know, parabens, you know, they have got some products which are very injurious to our skin. You know, like, you know, some of the products actually is still order nowadays being some good products. But parabens, you know, there are a lot of products, you know, chlorinated products, you know, like products that actually bleaches the skin, you know, has got high chlorine. And you know that, you know, those elements can have, you know, like cause free radical damage to our skin. And those products actually long-term use can cause your skin to sag down or to manifest as, you know, being sagged and loses elasticity, loses laughter loses glow, and it can contribute to skin damage long-term. But, you know, what I advise women, even I advise my wife, that if you have to use a product, use something organic or natural. One of the best natural products is turmeric paste. You know, that's what the Indians use a lot. You know, they would grind the turmeric, the fresh turmeric, they would apply it on the face overnight, and that gives their skin a beautiful glow. The other thing is that any colored fruits, you know, it has got a lot of catechins, you know, polyphenols, you know, those kind of products, actually, those pigments, they do get deposited in your skin as well. So if you eat a lot of, like, you know, fresh pumpkin, your skin might have a little Halloween glow. <laughs> I'm trying to mm-hmm. show perfect fun. But, you know, what you eat <laughs> could be manifested on your skin, like pomegranate is one of the best things, you know, for our skin. It gives our skin a very healthy glow. You know, it makes your skin looks little reddish, you know, from the pigments. And if you eat it a lot, that has a lot of antibacterial, antiviral effects. And plus it gives your skin a lot of, you know, like elasticity and a lot of collagen and a lot of, it actually prevents your skin from, you know, a lot of free radical damage. So, you know, there are a lot of things you can implement and adopt in your daily living to translate to a very healthy, youthful skin. I'm so doing that turmeric paste on my face tonight. That's awesome. I've never even heard of that. I love it. It makes sense. You know, we know all the research for it, all these supplements for turmeric, but I love putting that on the skin. So cool. Thanks for the idea. It can cause your brain to slow down the aging process, that's for sure. You know, There's a beautiful study done from Cedars-Sinai Hospital and Salk Institute on turmeric. You know, they have identified a product and they have used it on traumatic brain damage patients, traumatic brain injury patients coming from Iraq and Afghanistan war. And what they figured out that the turmeric has got an extract, that extract actually can activate the microglial formation or microglial cells that scavenges all the necrotic cell debris or dead brain cells, and that can slow down the brain aging. 
you know, this is fascinating. You know, this is all coming out in the conventional medical literature, Dr. Lowe. Unfortunately, most of the conventional trained doctors, they're either too lazy or too arrogant or too prejudiced to read those articles and kind of educate our patients to adopt a healthier living style. Mm-hmm. I keep the mind open. Dr. Nassar, I am obsessed with glutathione. I'm having a love affair with glutathione. Can you talk a little bit about this powerful um, tripeptide and its um, effects with anti-aging and the research on it? Oh, sure. I mean, this is actually, you know, Dr. Lowe, we do seem to have the same passion. You know, what happens is if you look at China, China has got a very high incidence of hepatitis. So most of the studies on glutathione has been done in China. What happens is that anything which is injurious or toxic to our liver, like even Tylenol, nowadays they're saying that two grams Tylenol, if you literally could damage your liver, and on top of it, if you're drinking one or two cans of beer, could have compounding effects. So what happens is the glutathione is one of the most powerful antioxidants with alcohol use, taking Tylenols, you know, taking, having hepatitis, having hepatotoxic agents, it depletes your liver store of the glutathione that is naturally protective to your liver cells. So once that protective shield is taken away, your liver, it gets exposed to all sort of free radical and toxic damage. Now your body's distillation and purification plant is your liver. So if your liver function is compromised, then what happens is your body cannot excrete and uh, you know, get rid of those toxins and metabolic and byproducts. So it gets accrued in your system. I think that glutathione is one of the powerful antioxidant agents that any person should take if they are on any drugs or any medications or any environmental conditions exposure that could be damaging to the liver function. Mm-hmm. And so you can get this. We we administer this to patients in IVs. We do a nebulizer where people can breathe in glutathione. So fabulous for any lung conditions. Um, we have it for for patients who are quitting smoking and want to rebuild the lining of their their lungs again. So it's a great way to do that. Um, and also, a lot of people don't know this, but there's actually foods that can help your body make more glutathione. So just some of these examples would be avocado, which I know you is you've said is God's butter. Asparagus, broccoli, garlic, raw eggs. I'm a huge fan of eggs. Like in your smoothie, just throw in a couple raw eggs. Like make sure they're pasture raised, organic from from a local farmer. Just really, really healthy sources. Um, spinach, tomatoes, and also curcumin, which is from turmeric, and even some fresh unprocessed meats too. Um, so those are some food sources ways you can kind of boost that in your own body. Any other other ones you can think of, Dr. Nassar? I think you you I think you involve everything you know like uh, <laughs> you know like it all translates to going for you know either a paleo diet or a diet which is rich in fruits you know and vegetables and you know mm-hmm. high fiber you know mm-hmm. like uh, reducing your intake of animal proteins you know having having the right dosage of the micronutrients you know they can all add to this package deal of having mm-hmm. a healthy liver. Mm-hmm. Yep. And making sure if you are going to have those animal proteins, to have the good, healthy local sources, you know, if you can't get health from sick animals, right? So eating 
the meats that we get from all these crazy restaurants, you know, and the fast food joints is definitely not going to be providing that quality meat that that we know is actually providing those nutrients that we do need in our bodies. So definitely quality is very, very important with that. Um, Dr. Nassar, any other anti-aging tips, any words of wisdom you can think of that we haven't touched you know, on? I, 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 I surely I do. You know, I actually use this term called stress. I think in a modern man, you know, we are pummeled, you know, with stressors, you know, multiple stressors. And if we can cope up with stress, you know, if we can develop ways of coping stress and handling stress better, you know, we cannot actually remove the stressor elements. But what we can do is have a heightened awareness to prevent those stressors in having injurious effects on us. So, you know, I call it the word stresses. Like, you know, like that's the menomics I use. Like S stands for stress management. T stands for avoid toxins, trauma, you know, avoiding to- tobacco. R stands for positive relationships or relationships which are positive. You know, E stands for exercise and enthusiasm. You know, S stands for sleep. S stands for supplements like we talked about, like green tea, fish oils, you know, like things like resveratrol. E for education and endocrine reset. You know, you'd be surprised that education is very important. You know, like there were studies done, and lower IQ was next to smoking as being one of the most important factors that leads to early death and demise. And, you know, I use the last S is safe sex. You know, having safe sex is also very important for adding vibrancy to our life. So these are my common, you know, if I have to lump up all the, you know, facts and figures together, you know, this is actually my mantra, is stresses, you know. S for stress, T for toxins, R for relationships, E for exercise and positive enthusiasm, S for sleep, S for supplements, E for education and endocrine reset, and S for sex. You know, like if we can do all these things together, I think, you know, we can all live a very healthy life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was touching about this book, touching on this book earlier, The Blue Zones, that was looking at the different parts of the world where people live the longest. And that's that's exactly the way they live, is exactly what you just outlined. You know, that's their lifestyle that they that they have. And they're very, one thing I really um, loved about this book is just stressing the importance of connectedness and community. These That's what these cultures had in common. They had that, that family base, that community base. Um, and there wasn't even one religion that was, common between all of them. It's like they have all different types of religions, but they all had that, that connectedness and something outside of themselves. It wasn't all about that self thing. You know, it's a greater good, greater cause. Go ahead. Like, you know, you're so correct, uh, Dr. Lowe. You know, studies done in Okinawa, you know, the centenarians, you know, those who live the longest, you know, they actually have a very positive relationships. You know, unlike here in the U.S. or in the Western world, they're elder, they're not in the, I call it like geriatric concentration camps, like, you know, elderly homes. You know, they are with younger children. They're with adults. They're highly respected in the society. They have a lot of role to play in giving, sharing their experience and their expertise with their younger peers. So they live in a situation where there is a lot of positive energy and positive relationships. So I think, you know, that is so important for our longevity. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> Dr. Nassar, I loved having you on the show. You know, like, uh, I'd like to share this very interesting thing 
that was actually on a CBS program in 60 Minutes. So it's called the fridge paradox or human health. So what they quote is the fridge consumed almost 40% more grams of fat per day than Americans. And the death from heart attacks and coronary artery disease was half of that in the United States. So you <laughs> cannot always blame your genes or blame on fat. You know, I think our lifestyle plays a very important role on how long we live and what is the status of our health. Could not agree more. With that said, I'm going to go take a nice long walk and call my mom and call my dad and say hi and get some fresh air and maybe write out some goals. <laughs> you know, try to walk the talk, right? Absolutely. Dr. Nassar, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Where can our listeners learn more about you? And, um, yeah, where can they... Do you have a website, Dr. Nassar? We are building a website, but let me give you guys my email address. You know, if anybody has any questions, you know, I'm available. It's anassarmd at gmail.com. Or they can also communicate with you, and you're so good to relay me any information. But it's A is my first initial Nassar, N-A-S-A-R-M-D, at gmail.com. So if anybody has any questions, you know, I'm more than happy to answer. You know, I've got a, a call exchange, too. My number is 760-978-8596. And I'd be more than happy to answer any questions. And I hope you won't get flooded now <laughs> with emails oh, and calls. Oh, I hope not. You know, I've got a floodgate, too. You know, I can... <laughs> Dr. Nassar, thanks again. I really appreciate it. And you enjoy your evening, and we'll talk soon. Great. Thank you so much for getting me to participate in this lively program. And I wanted to thank very much for all the audience and all the listeners. Thank you very much once again. You got it. Have a healthy life. You too. All right, guys, that's the show. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for all the Facebook questions to Roxy and Catalin and Liz. And um, definitely check out the website, bloomnaturalhealth.com. I'm accepting patients here, and that's in the San Diego area. And also, if you are out of state and out of country, it's all good because I would say probably half my patients are not local. So we can do Skype calls and phone calls and get you feeling better again. So check out the website. My website's drlaurennoel.com. Have a wonderful week, and we will check you next week. Thanks. Bye. North Pole Hotline, Mrs. Claus here. My holiday shopping list is so big, I can't wait for Black Friday. Get to Old Navy's biggest sale of the year starting tomorrow. Old Navy? Beat the crowds for 50% off your entire purchase. 50% off? Plus, this Friday only, Old Navy's famous cozy socks are just a buck in stores. Old Navy's giving $1 for every pair sold up to a million dollars to boys and girls clubs. So I can do good, look good, and get 50% off your entire purchase at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1121 to 1123. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Cozy socks valid 1123 in stores only. Limit 10. North Pole Hotline, Mrs. Claus here. My holiday shopping list is so big, I can't wait for Black Friday. Get to Old Navy's biggest sale of the year starting tomorrow. Old Navy? Beat the crowds for 50% off your entire purchase. 50% off? Plus, this Friday only, Old Navy's famous cozy socks are just a buck in stores. Old Navy's giving $1 for every pair sold up to a million dollars to boys and girls clubs. So I can do good, look good, and get 50% off your entire purchase at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 1121 to 1123. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Cozy socks valid 1123 in stores only. Limit 10.